Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> who does that? Someone says that a lot on a podcast. I don't know who it is though. Not anyone that I listen oh, to. Oh no, I'm you know who I'm referencing? Ooh. Detox on um Drag Race season five when they do the kids show. When she's the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, anyways, <laughs> what a chaotic start to a chaotic episode. It's been a long day and we haven't even started. Yep. Um, I'm Martyr. I'm C. Tepper. And this is Wig It Up. Oh, Doing God. Doing quieter because usually, like, Pete I was like, did, did we, like, break the sound barrier again? I know. Um, we're doing another special Pride episode, kind of. It's about. Is a, it? <laughs> yes, because it's an important part about Pride. I guess so. Family. Is it's that one of the colors kids. on the rainbow? Sure, if you want to believe it. <laughs> those, those, the flag colors. Here, here's a little uh, tip for you kids. The flag colors mean nothing. Anyway, <laughs> I, would, I, um, do, I do not sign off on that. You can send all your cancellations to Martha. Yeah, um, the <laughs> rainbow flag is ugly. Anyway, <laughs> oh god, what a way to start. I know, um, Caitlin. What are we doing today? Who are we talking to? So we're bringing somebody back, our first ever guest on the show, Miss Vicky true. Deville. Hi, and- Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hello. <laughs> and since the last time we spoke to her, she got pregnant during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long nine months, and now she has her daughter Dot. Welcome, Woo! Dot. <laughs> Welcome, Dot. How are you? How are you both? I'm good. Good. I'm I'm great actually. Summer's coming. I'm like everything's opening up again. Restrictions are being lifted. I'm like feeling really good. Ditto. <laughs> I'm like ready to get out there. Well, I guess our first question that I've been asking everybody since the start of the pandemic is how has your pandemic been? <laughs> well, um, honestly, I can't, I mean, obviously the pandemic has been like super hard on everyone and it has changed everything. Everyone's lives have changed because of this pandemic. Um, fortunately for myself, um, I have t- tried to keep like a normal routine. Like I work, go to work every day. Um, I never had COVID. Um, my parents were fine. They didn't get COVID. Um, and I've, you know, still been able to see like my friends in the city and everything. So I can't really complain. Like, like I know many people have had it a lot worse than me. Um, but at the same time, of course, like, yeah, it sucked. <laughs> Do you feel that? <laughs> what about you, Dot? I'm in a similar boat. Like, I feel like it was, it sucked. It was awful. I'm ready to get going, but like, I can't really complain. Like I had a day job. I, you know, reported to work remotely. Me and my husband were healthy. No one in our families got sick. Like, you know, it, it, it definitely put a lot into perspective. And like, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, I'm grateful for the pandemic. Because, yeah, no, that's you know, such bullshit. <laughs> without it, I wouldn't, Dot wouldn't exist. So. That's a good point. And we will get into that. <laughs> there's, there's always a silver lining somewhere. Yeah, we got to find the <laughs> silver linings where we could get them. 
All right. I think we'll start off with Dot. Since Vicky's been on the show before, please listen to her episode. It's a good episode. It is a good episode. We listened to it. We listened to it on the way to Provincetown last year. Oh, yeah. It held up. It held up that episode. It was a good yeah. one. It was a good episode. <laughs> and I'm actually, I actually get called out in the episode as like, <laughs> we'll talk about that journey, but like I get called out as her as as Vicky's drag dad. No. Yeah. Max is Max oh, has been dad. in the Deville family, part of the Deville family. It's since been its a conception. Yeah. It's a complicated Daddy. relationship. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear about it, though. So, Dot, where are you from originally? I am from Queens, New York. And how was it growing up in Queens? You know, it was Queens. Growing up in Queens is interesting because. A lot of people, when you think like New Yorker, they think Mm -hmm. private school, you know, they think Upper East Side, Gossip Girl, Goo Goo Gaga, like Mm. money. Um, But I grew up in College Point, Queens with a garbage man dad and a mom who worked at a vending machine company. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's very humble beginnings. Um, (laughs) And in New York, like, I don't want to say I grew up poor, but you're poor when everyone else around you has more money. So it was, it was, you know, it was a a low key childhood. Yeah. How did you get into like drag? Like what inspired you? Well, drag, I first started dabbling in drag in college actually after Mm -hmm. a friend of mine was killed. Uh, Wow. And he did drag. His name is Ira Lindbergh Harris. Um, And Upon hearing of his death, everyone at college launched a um, scholarship program. And to raise money for that scholarship program, we did a lip sync for your life like <laughs> fundraiser um, in the chapel at the college. Um, and they still do it every year to this day. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. And so I always had an interest in drag. I loved it, but I, also, I have an eye disease. <laughs> <laughs> lattice degeneration that never allowed me to wear contacts but in, oh yeah so in lockdown I was finally allowed to wear contacts and I was like oh this is my sign like I have all this time on my hands mm-hmm. Let me learn how to do makeup oh and how has that been going <laughs> going I mean like I I never wanted to be a booger like I never <laughs> I always wanted to do drag but I never wanted to be that girl at the bar who everyone looks at like oh she's new like you know that's they, me every day yeah. <laughs> you know that I'm new I want them to know I'm new because they've never seen me before and not mm-hmm. because like a crusty dusty mess mm-hmm. um so when did you decide to become a quarantine queen six months into lockdown oh wow <laughs> so I'm going on what am I eight and a half nine months that's you were going strong into my drag journey yeah I'm not quite I'm not quite a baby a one-year-old yet but yeah what was the moment where you're like all right I'm bored let me do drag (laughs) like what happened um I want to say it was like the little lull after drag race had ended after Mm -hmm. season 12 had ended um I was like oh well I missed that that was sort of my comfort blanket that I think that was everyone's comfort blanket in the beginning Mm -hmm. of quarantine it was sort of that like regular thing we could look forward to and then as quarantine went on the numbers and cases got worse and things got more and more bleak and more people were losing their jobs and like it was it was getting worse and worse and 
as drag drag race ended i was sort of like well now what there's mm-hmm. really no end in sight to this fucking pandemic like so i started rewatching drag race from the beginning and i was like i've always wanted to do this i'm in lockdown i have no friends let me make a friend that i can talk to in the mirror <laughs> yourself <laughs> speaking of this new friend how did you come up with your drag name it was a brainstorm with Mother Mother Vicky Deville. Like, yeah. yes. and you yes, can chime in, Vicky. Feel free. <laughs> yeah, we had a long like brainstorm. So Vicky was like pseudo part of our pod. Like, there were mm-hmm. one or two people that we saw throughout, you know, quarantine. Vicky was one of them, um, and she came over, and I was like, I think I'm gonna do this. Like, what should my name be? And you know, the question arose. Like, well, are are you going to be a DeVille? Do you want to be a DeVille? Mm-hmm. And like, we, we actually like butted heads in the very beginning because I called her my sister. <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 mama. I have been Ooh. doing drag for four years. And I was like, that's fine. You know, you're right. You've paved the way. If you mm-hmm. want to be my mom, that's correct. You be my right. mom. Um, well, s- sister has kind of like a vague definition. Like people say, oh yeah, that's like my sis or that's my sister. Like, oh, that's my New York drag sister. Like it, mm. it doesn't necessarily mean you come from the same family when you call someone a sister. It yeah. could be like a good friend or mm-hmm. like a colleague. Like, so when you say like, that's my sister, it's it, it's a little bit more confusing, I guess. But when you say like, that's my drag mother, like you immediately know like the meaning behind that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. And, really you know, I really wanted to be there to like, like guide him and mentor him and like the the best way to do that was just to be like yes I'm the mother you know yeah <laughs> not you using him him pronouns oh my god well you're I'm still talking Vicky. About, I'm still talking about Max Max is my drag dad Max is he and then dot well, you never answered the question how yeah you did answer the question I was like wait I, I actually don't know dot this is she her yeah dot am is I she- wrong yeah, so we went on a long winding road, but we really did sit on the couch, just like throwing names out there. In college, I was Olga Lamode, and it's the word. <laughs> Which I still love that name. <laughs> love it? See, I do love it. My husband hates that name, but I was Olga Lamode. Um, <laughs> we decided on your name because um, when we were talking about like who your brand was, like who you kind of aspired to be, um, you mentioned that you love Lynn Yeager and her style and the way mm-hmm. she, her like little hair is like iconic and her makeup is like very recognizable. And you, we kind of were joking like, oh my gosh, you should be like an old lady drag queen. And so we yeah. were coming up with like old lady names and we came up with Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> and we did like the name Dorothy because it, it, it pays homage to the euphemism, are you a friend of Dorothy? Which was, you know, after World War II used among closeted gay men to like suss out other gay men at the bar. So it's a nice like, LGBT history, like, you know, history lesson, like baked into my name, but dot was just sort of like a, we liked it. It was like an exclamation and it gave us the alliteration of DD dot DeVille. Yeah. Um, I like that. We, that. we wanted, we wanted some alliteration. Yes. Yeah. Well, not even just friends with Dorothy, also like Dorothy from Golden Girls and, you know. I have never. Wizard of Oz. What? <laughs> It's on Hulu. <laughs> I don't know. I have no interest. Everyone's like, you must, you must. I'm like, I uh, that's my childhood. 
I know. I ju- it's just. Where were you in the '90s? I know it came out in the '80s, but it was always. I fun. watched Nick at Night. Like I was much more of like a. I dream of Jeannie. Oh, you were in the '60s. Yeah, like I was in the '80s. Apparently. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, '70s. Good choices, though. <laughs> Um, so what have you learned so far from doing drag? I've learned that I'm, you know, 40 pounds overweight. I've learned that <laughs> being a woman is hard. <laughs> being a woman hurts. I've learned that I'm really fucking tall. You are. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, I'm 6'3 out of drag. You put on six inch heels. That's six. Oh my God. You yeah. should play mm-hmm. basketball and drag. I pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fully, I'm fully like seven foot nine in drag. That's too much, but not enough. Wait, how, oh, wait. I've just learned, I don't know. I've learned, I'm honestly like way more comfortable in my boy body than I ever have been. That's great. Prior to doing drag, which is mm-hmm. really, that's something that I did not expect to discover and fall into. You know, I'm still learning. I can't really go out. So a lot of yeah. my drag, like experience exists online. Like when I couldn't go to bars, I would go on Omegle and just talk to strangers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which you've made very funny TikToks about. Mm-hmm. Um TikToks that have apparently influenced other people to grow their social following. Yeah. Have people stolen your ideas? No one has stolen my ideas. Okay, but- that's good. Yeah, but you know, what's been your favorite drag experience so far? Uh, going to the premiere of Real Housewives of New York. I was in, <laughs> I was invited by uh, Leah McSweeney, and I made page six, which was like cute. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think that's my favorite moment thus far. How did they? What did they? What did they say about you? Well, I was really hard to miss. As soon as I walked in, I towered over everyone. Like people in Hollywood are tiny. They're all nuggets. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone is a nugget. So when I walked in, I was fully twice the size of everyone in the room. Um, there was another drag queen there, Lexington Banks. Um, when I walked in, she was like, who the fuck is this? Like <laughs> it was, it was early, early when they were starting to lift, you know, quarantine. Uh, um, so uh, there are a lot of queens in New York who like don't know who I am. Like they, I haven't been out. So that was yeah. my first like meeting with a drag queen who I was not introduced to by Vicky. That makes sense. <laughs> so speaking of red carpets, why can't we talk about your job? <laughs> well, we can talk about my job. Um, so I'm the entertainment director at Cosmopolitan Magazine. Prior to that, mm-hmm. I worked at like Vanity Fair, Vogue, Allure, GQ, Architectural Digest, the list goes on. Um, I just like, I tr- I'm trying to separate the two mm-hmm. and not because my work like judges me for doing drag. I, I feel like that type of job would not. <laughs> no, I think Cosmo is the home of Cosmo Queens. Like for them to judge Literally me, that. <laughs> for them to judge me for doing drag would be completely hypocritical. Um, but it's also like, I can't be as honest as I would like to be in a public setting. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you all the tea when we're not recording. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and I do, like Vicky gets the tea all the time, but like mm-hmm. there are certain things I can't say about celebrities 
without burning bridges. <laughs> well, that actually leads me up to my next question. Okay, here we go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> so who, so this one you could totally name names. Who has been your favorite celebrity to work with? Nicole Kidman. Really? What did you do with her? I went, I'm still jealous of that story. That's such a great story. I flew to Cabo, Mexico and spent a day with Nicole Kidman on a private beach. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. For funsies. <laughs> for what? What was she promoting? We were shooting her for the cover of Allure. Oh, okay. Promotion of, I believe, season two of Big Little Lies. Um, that makes sense. That makes yes. sense. And at the end of the shoot day, she invited us all to her private, like, cabana. And we, she bought everyone margaritas and guac and just, like, sat and, like, talked to us like normal human beings before her bodyguard was like, you're going to miss your private flight back. To, oh my god i love that it sounds like that sounds like a a nice dream you know <laughs> like a nice garage yeah, she was my favorite she was hands down my favorite gag i'm so jealous that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah. and the thing is like i don't take pictures with anyone either mm-hmm. so, like, i'm happy to talk about the positive just because like if i get alzheimer's one day like there's no <laughs> there's no photos to like remember these things by Mm. because I'm very very conscious of like treating these people like people yeah the moment I like go into fangirl mode like yeah it's the moment like they sort of lose respect for you oh yeah like I've I've worked with a lot of celebrities too so I it's it's a very fine line I feel like yes it's like you have to wait for them to offer the photo yeah it's it's very and you deal with it more than I do, so. Yeah. And I'm talking outside of a meet and greet situation. No, yeah, of course. It's like a work environment. Exactly. When they're coming into work, like, they're not, they don't want to deal with fans. They want to deal with yeah. other professionals who are there to, like, get the job done. 100%. But who is your least favorite celebrity to work with? And you don't have to name names. There's See, no names of I can't, like, I can't. You can't even tell us a story? Mm. You can tell us a story without giving any details about the slow. Um, huh. <laughs> Putting on a spy, girl. My least favorite types of people. Yeah, that's fine, too. Sure. Ones who are very late, who have no respect for people's time, mm-hmm. who just, like, fight you tooth and nail on every single mm. creative aspect that was sent to them prior for approval. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, I don't know. I just don't like the people who come really late and, and make you stay longer than necessary or try and leave before you get the work done. Um, and I'm sure a lot of these people are a lot less famous than other people you deal with. <laughs> really, the most famous people are the nicest. Yeah, and, th- it's definitely true. <laughs> always the most famous who are the nicest. And they're, they're, they are as successful as they are because of that. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with the people I've worked with, the hardest ones, I I didn't directly work with them were like reality personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, like everyone, everyone wants to hate on the Kardashians, but like those girls are the most professional, mm-hmm. nicest, hardworking people who when they enter the room, they know that it's time to like work. Exactly. There's no ego. Yeah. It's like hate them all you want, but they're successful <laughs> because they're nice, they're lovely to work with. Mm-hmm. So less about celebrities, more about you before we wrap up. What is something that you've learned not to do in drag? <laughs> um, 
not pee before I put my corset on. I don't know. <laughs> my husband like, made me a custom corset. So like, I can't like, once it's on mm-hmm. and I put my, my everything else over it, like I, there's no taking that off until then. Oh my God. No, like you mean like behavioral? Oh, behavioral? just anything. Well, also like, I know you've been experimenting a lot with makeup. Is there anything like makeup that didn't work for you or like palettes uh, that didn't work? Um... I think Morphe sucks. Really? T. T. I like Morphe. <laughs> no, Morphe, like no. the Morphe, it's not as pigmented as like it should be. Mm. But which uh, palette do you have? I had the James Charles palette. Cancel me. Um, <laughs> just, you bought it before everything was a problematic, so exactly. you're fine. He was always problematic, though. Let's t- I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, it just. It was just, you know, yeah, it just gets bigger and bigger how unpro- like how problematic it gets. Yeah. Well, I always, I didn't ever have the James Charles palette, but I had the, um, the palette that came before the James Charles palette, which was like similar colors, like the 35B palette, mm. which like every drag queen had when it came mm-hmm. out. And I loved it when I was using it. But lately, now that I've been getting better palettes, like the Urban Decay palettes and the Anastasia Anastasia Beverly Hills palettes, they are like so much better. It would be hard for me to go back to the Morphe now. Uh, That makes sense. The Anastasia Norvina palette is incredible. I'm obsessed. Is that new? um, I've had it for over nine months. So I don't don't know what is and is not considered new. (laughs) I don't know either because it's a pandemic. Um, but I also I use Jeffree Star, which talk about problematic. Your cancelled. That one might get you some trouble, girl. I'm not gonna defend care. that one. It's the best formula. It's truly like such a good formula. It's okay. We're all problematic. <laughs> Don't look at my I'm, makeup either. Like, are you telling the one that named themselves after Jesus is problematic? Caitlin's just staring at me. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think we should transition into our break. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into Vicky and Dot together and talk about like family. A family. 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 We're family here. Family. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back, kids. Wait, can you just say Bye. Wig. Okay. Um, I was having this conversation today. I don't, I'm like, I think I'm anti-luxury bag. Like, I hate, like, because we were talking about Telfar. Oh, no, you're talking to, you're talking to the wrong wrong people. Wrong person. Yeah, you can't say that. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're good. (laughs) I am a designer bag bitch. I got my Balenciagas, my Pradas, my Louis, my Dior, my Fendi. I got it all. And on that note, (laughs) welcome back, kids. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, might as well. Okay. That was a fun transition. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Why not? Um, okay, sure. I'm yeah. not saying no. <laughs> um, anyways, let's get into um, Vicky and Doc together as mother and daughter. Yes, oh, you are a second mother and daughter pair on this show. I oh, wanted to bring this up. Raya and Fool. Mm. Leisha. Oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Which was our uh, most listened to episode of that year. Oh, Vicky, we that was it. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was. 
um, I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about mother and daughter relationships and the sister thing. Um, okay. Because like I I don't have a drag mom, um, but some people have labeled other people as my drag mom, even though I don't see them as that. Um, how do you guys feel about like the term like drag drag auntie or something or drag aunt or something? And like, because it, it's still like family, family, but it's not like it's like distant. I don't, I don't know. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, we fully made up the term "drag dad." Like, I've been See. saying that for years. Like, that's not like an actual thing. Um, but I it actually is a thing, but it's only for like. So you know the pageant system. Yeah. So they have like people who do like it's not like they just do like glamorous male drag, but they're like cis men. So those people become drag dads like i know trinity the tuck taylor which isn't her name anymore um she had like a drag dad but like through the system but like the okay. way you guys describe it is totally different than that yeah, yeah. it was ours was more like of i i don't want to say a joke but it was like yeah. just kind of one of those like little funny things that i would say yeah because it you didn't have the like regular entry into drag <laughs> like you right <laughs> right yeah so you were like they're they're we were your supporters. Right. We were, we were like stage moms more so. Than- right. Yeah. Fully. <laughs> so who is Disco DeVille? Uh, Disco DeVille is my husband, Wesley Knowles, season five of Project Runway alum. Mm. Um, he is Vicky's designer, my designer, no one else's designer. <laughs> Correct. And believe me, people have begged me, begged me for Wesley's info, begged me to get in contact with Wesley. Like, and Wesley is just, he's only designs for DeVille's. Yes. And he, well, he would design for others. Like Aquaria has got, like been in his DMs. Denali has been in his DMs. Bianca Del Rio has been in his DMs. Um, but he's fucking terrible at social media. He does not check. So I created Disco DeVille for him as a way to have access to his DMs once he starts like sewing for us more often mm-hmm. um, so that I can sort of field those requests on his behalf. Yeah. Um, because when Vicky and I say to someone, you can't afford him, we're not lying. Like, nope. Yeah. We can't afford him, but we pay him um, through sex. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, one of you does. <laughs> um, so what is your mother-daughter relationship like? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's like best friends with a mom who's more experienced. Like, I ask Vicky for advice and she lends it like I don't right I don't want to like I know a lot of drag moms are like very hard on their drag daughters yeah. like I've heard so many stories from my friends that their drag moms like they're like terrified to see them because they mm-hmm. like literally criticize every single thing yeah. about them they tell them they're awful they like um you know they give them the tough love the tough love um and I'm not like that with dot like I I always give her advice when she asks for it, but I don't want to kind of like, like, I don't want to give her too many, too much critiques because I kind of want her to like go on her own path. And like, this is a creative journey for dot. And 
I know like one of the most fun things about doing drag when I first started was that it was so exciting and liberating that I could do whatever I wanted and, you know, not have to answer to anyone. Um, and I kind of want Dot to like have that same experience where she feels like she can do whatever she wants. I'm not going to tell her like, this is awful. Um, change this. I don't like that. Like, I'm not going to do that. But when she has, you know, when she doesn't know what to do, if she's like, needs to make a decision or like needs help, like she can always come to me and ask me, um, you know, what do you think of this? And it's, I mean, a lot of, it's, there's a lot of people in the drag scene too, in New York city mm -hmm. that I know that dot really only knows through social media because she hasn't really been like in person in the scene. So mm -hmm. that's like another aspect of, you know, kind of the mentorship I've been giving on my end, be like, this person is amazing. This person's great at this. Reach out to this person for that. Stay away from that person. This person's <laughs> no good, you know, kind of like. There's I, a lot I, of people stay away from us for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I've started my mutings. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's how you know you're in the drag community. <laughs> Ooh, not the mute. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of queens who I met through Vicky as Max. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. like they're, yeah, but a lot of them haven't met Dot yet. And yeah. also, on top of that, Vicky and our eyes relationship started as best friends, not mm -hmm. as, not even as drag dad Vicky or Vicky. Yeah, it was pre, it dates pre drag race when you, right? Watch. Well, I've known, I've known Wesley since I was in college, and that was like, 15 years ago like mm -hmm. 15 years I've known Wesley and we're we're very close and then um you know as soon as Maxwell was introduced to me through Wesley I just like instantly it was like an instant click like we had we felt like we had known each other for so long even though we had just met you know what I just realized which is very fitting for us now as drag mother and drag daughter where we met the first time we met was at a costume party. Was that? It your was my costume party. Yeah, it was my Halloween party. Your Halloween party in 2013. No, that long ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Woo! That's a long <laughs> time ago. I'm old. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I don't want to make you all feel older. But that's when I graduated high school. Anyway, uh, shut up. Right <laughs> <laughs> no one asked you. <laughs> Who um, asked you? Getting back, both, like, to, college graduates long got like. <laughs> um, uh, do you think your relationship as mother and daughter has made your friendship stronger? I think so. There yeah, definitely. And I, I kind of knew it would. Like as soon as Max said, "I want to start doing drag," I was. I was like, oh, this is like a great opportunity for us to like have some bonding time, you know, outside of the relationship that we have as our like little three-way with, with Wesley, even though, you know, I love Wesley. Um, there would be a lot of times where Wes and I would go out and Max wouldn't be there. And there wasn't only recently, there had only been a few times where Max and I had gone out without Wesley. And so it was, you know, this is yeah. like good oh, for us to like, that's always nice for us too, because Wes never wants sushi. <laughs> so it's always a nice time for us to get sushi with one us. of our one of my most fun nights out with Max. Um, and I'm sure we'll have like a a like a Vicky dot experience, but like my one of my favorite times going out with Max was Valentine's Day. Uh, I think it was 2020, yeah. where we went to go see West Side Story, just the two of us, 
on Broadway. It, I don't know if it had opened yet. I think it was still in previews and it was completely sold out, like not a single empty seat in the house. I thought it was an excellent show. And then afterward, we went to Taco Bell on like 8th Avenue and Hell's Kitchen. And it was like a wild scene in there. And um, Max was wearing this Balenciaga hoodie. And some guy at the counter like looked at him dead ass and was like, I love your Balenciaga, you little bitch. <laughs> oh my God, and Pattaya Hart was there, like like in full face, but like base boy hat and like out of like, like rolly suitcase, like just picking up some food. And I was like, there's a drag queen here. There's like, there were like these like drunk crying girls that were there. There was like this huge security guard there. It was like a wild scene. It was also like the coldest the city had been. Oh yeah, it was freezing freezing that night too anywho uh, pre-pandemic life short. i miss it <laughs> long story short is i think our relationship has gotten stronger um yeah i agree oh that's cute vicky what have you learned since giving birth <laughs> um <laughs> can't with you <laughs> what have i learned since giving well i something i've learned is that like obviously the world still needs drag like even though like everything is shut down theaters are closed bars are closed people are stuck at home people still needed to have drag and that's kind of where digital drag was born Mm -hmm. and it was great for so many people but for myself personally um it was just not the tea Mm -hmm. I I just I just I didn't you know it didn't have that same excitement and luster as like getting dressed up in drag and going out and socializing. So, um, I learned that like, I love like performing in drag because I love to be around other people. I love being social. And like, that's why, like, it was great that dot started doing drag in the pandemic because I had that person that I could be with in real life and talk about drag and do drag stuff with. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's something that was something major that I learned is that I I do it for the social interaction more so than like literally anything else. That's a good reason to do drag. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, when you it's glamorous, you're in the car, you go to the club, everyone's looking at you, you're drinking, the lights, the, you know, it's just like it's that's the fantasy experience for me not you know um full face slippers like sitting in front of my computer (laughs) or like whole like taping up a janky background so I could film like a lip sync on my camera phone like no (laughs) you know all about that (laughs) sorry I'm sorry to be shady no like you know props to everyone that did it and made money off of it and enjoyed it but it's just not for, it's just not my thing what do you feel about that dot do you like doing digital drag i mean it's all i know so yeah I, I can't i can't knock it because i really haven't been out but in the few times i have been out in drag i think i side a little bit more with vicky yeah that like I love the social aspect. Like it's mm-hmm. more than just meeting and kikiing with people. It's like 
the the thrill of being seen mm-hmm. right um but i can't speak on it entirely yet because i haven't had my first live performance but i am this sunday father's day oh. so. we'll, t- we'll definitely get into that later I really want to do our duet <laughs> that we have talked about. So at some point when Dot feels more comfortable on the stage and we have an opportunity, I would love to do this duet. Yes. Uh, I'm, they're mimicking it <laughs> to us right they're now. They're something. No, don't That's tell fine. us. Don't That's tell fine. us. I want to don't tell us, but um, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page and we are. Oh, yes. Oh, I love that. So I, I guess that we'll synergy. expect um, duets in the future. <laughs> um, yes. Caitlin, shall we play our game? We'll play we our game. We, I can't believe we're playing a game right now. <laughs> I mean, so when I listen to podcasts, I actually really enjoy when they play games on there. I so, love games. Right? Games are fun. So I feel like this way we'll learn a little bit more about you and Dot, as in Vicky and Dot. Mm-hmm. So how this is going to work is, so we're playing this or that. So we'll give you two topics. You choose one or the other. And we can all chime in, which we prefer, but it's mainly for Vicky and Dot. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. This or that. Here we go. I feel like we need like special effects. I've been listening to Gigi Katina's podcast and they have so much special effects. I'm like, wow, oh we're God. really lacking here. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can hear the train. It's a live New York experience. <laughs> you hear like lots of like um like emergency cars in the background. That's mm-hmm. our effects. Today you could hear my cat yelling at me. Okay, so this or that. Here we go. One, Christina or Brittany? Christina. Brittany. Ooh. Oh, oh, I was not expecting that. I knew I he was going to say that. Ooh, gag. Um, do you want to answer? Or do yeah, you, you can elaborate. You can elaborate. Elaborate. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope we know why Vicky chose Christina. Yeah. <laughs> She's the premier Christina impersonator. That's her only mm-hmm. option. Hello. She can't mm-hmm. not say Christina. She can't. Yeah, that's. I love I love Christina, but I grew up on I'm I'm a Britney bitch. I grew up on Britney. What about you, Martyr? Oh oh god, um, I don't like either. (laughs) 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 All right, you feel I'm not asking your opinion for any of these. (laughs) You don't have a preference though. Um, I just finished a podcast about Britney Spears, so I'll say Britney. Okay. I, so I'm kind of torn with this one for myself because I think Christina's vocals are definitely far superior, but I just remember being so excited for Britney growing up. Yeah. But I like both she was, of them. She was my first CD, so I got to give her a rep. I did buy her greatest hit CD, and that was like the last CD I ever bought because CDs like went out of fashion right after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, next turn. question. Ooh, a one after my own heart. Vampires or witches? Ooh. I went, this one was specifically for Vicky. <laughs> Ooh, this is so hard. That's but um, as much as I'm intrigued with both, I relate to witchy energy on a much more personal level. So I'm, witch. I'm the opposite. I'm vamp. <laughs> I love this. I love this. <laughs> yeah, this game is going better than I expected. What about you, Martyr? Um, uh, Everyone thinks I like vampires because of my color scheme and my Catholic shit, but witches are where it's at. I don't care yes. what you say. <laughs> witches yep. are the shit. <laughs> I'm also team witches, but I like vampires too. Uh, they're fine. I think they're kind of boring, but anyway. <laughs> I'm like, I think, I think vampires are just like hornier. Oh, 100%. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I feel like I would really love like just, you know, 
an eternity of sex. T. I feel That's I deep. more identify with the bog witch that's just hanging out in the swamp. So I'm crusty. What can I say? I just love hocus pocus and I need that in my life every day. TTT. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Moschino or Louis Vuitton? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me with this question? <laughs> this is like not even a comp. Like not even a contest. I just wanted to piss off Vicky. That's why period. I asked this question. <laughs> That's a period. It's Louis Vuitton all the way. And why? Why not Moschino? We talked about it on uh, Vicky. We don't like <laughs> Moschino or Jeremy Scott. Yeah, Jeremy Scott is a derivative hack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to agree. Actually, yeah, I'll go LV. I'll you go LV. you can't. It, these two will murder you if you choose the other one. Um, well, I mean, they just fired me, so fuck them. <laughs> mm. You can do... I Obviously, I'm not Moschino. Oh, T. Okay. <laughs> um, Maddie Ziegler or Poppy? Uh, you guys know I'm friends with both of them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't pick. You Choose... Honestly, I'm gonna say Maddie because Poppy hasn't texted me back. Oh, oop, gag, oop, gag. Um, I'm only gonna say Poppy because I went to go see Poppy live, and I've never seen or met Maddie in person. Oh, that was Poppy. Met Poppy. We went right. We went to Dirty Fresh after her show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Um, was it? She actually left because there was some drama with her ex, I think, or something. Oh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember leaving abruptly, but I don't know why. There, I, I sometimes we- I have dramatic exits. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the <laughs> understatement like, of the century. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll just reach a point and it, I can't explain it, but I need to just leave. It's so <laughs> And I think that was one of those times. Last Saturday was one of those times. Oh, like this boy. is, and I just have to make a dramatic exit. <laughs> we literally got there. Poppy sits down. We order drinks. The drinks haven't even come yet. And Vicky gets some sort of text and she's like I gotta go I'll then and just leave <laughs> um, with that being said I'm Wait. also team Poppy oh you are <laughs> um, mostly for the meme the, okay. I'm Poppy I'm Poppy yeah. I'm Poppy that one yeah I don't know Maddie, Maddie that she's the Sia girl right yeah yeah I'm showing my yeah. pop culture <laughs> I mean she is I mean people might not know her by her like regular name though she's pretty popular on tiktok yeah i'm, I'm team a- maddie. i think she's no, a- Ma- maddie is a huge celebrity yeah huge i know celebrity but like we're old so we might not know her as well that's true i'm yeah. very old i'm old too okay aquaria or sasha valor aquaria aquaria Ooh. sasha sasha obviously <laughs> aquaria is one of the biggest reasons that i do drag like mm-hmm. You know, because I could have totally just been a drag fan and like just, you know, enjoyed it. But like when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, that is the most glamorous like human being I've ever met in my life. Like I want to be her. And like mm-hmm. that's like the, seeing her in person made me want to like really just like be a drag queen. 
I think I have to say Aquaria for similar reasons because A, I know how much she means to Vicky. B, I've met her multiple times and she's lovely. Mm-hmm. And like we had that cute moment with her in Vegas. So I got- Yeah, free- what happened to Vegas? I don't remember. I got free tickets to see Christina Aguilera. Yeah. No, this was Lady, this was Lady Gaga. No, I, know, I know, I know. And Vicky, Vicky got to meet her. Yeah. And while we were there, we were like, oh, let's like see other shows. And we got tickets to Gaga as well. On New Year's Eve. Yeah. And while we were there, we ran into Aquaria. <laughs> Why was Aquaria there? For she Gaga? was seeing, yes, yeah, she's the Lady oh, okay. Gaga show. Okay. And um, I think like Wes had to go to the bathroom and Aquaria had to go to the bathroom at the same time. And we like literally ran to her like outside of like the bathroom. Yeah. Like <laughs> iconic. I feel like I, that's how it I was like run so, into Aquaria though. It was so random, like just like being in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve, like mm-hmm. seeing Lady Gaga. But I had ran into like two other people that I knew at that show. Yeah, I guess everyone went. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, it was a, ha- it was a happening. It was a happening night. There were a lot of joints in Vegas. Yeah, and it was a good time to go because the world ended right after. <laughs> Honestly. I know and I feel like I think about that all the time so Disco Deville Wes and I yeah every year for New Year's we collect like that year's uh glasses Mm -hmm. and for 2020 we could not find them anywhere and then we ended up with the most disgusting pair of like Kanye like you know those glasses yeah the the shades oh they're the worst yeah this what this is it this is it's fitting it's this better. Sign. This is the sign that 2020 was going to be shit. <laughs> right. It was a sign. It's my fault, everyone. Yep. Um, our next question: Project Runway or RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh. Drag Race. Yeah. I'm gonna say Drag Race as well, but. <laughs> I wish they would do Drag Race in the Project Runway format. Same. Oh my God. Agreed. Yeah. Where they give you the challenge, they take you to the fabric store, Mm -hmm. and they like either supply you with wigs or you bring your own wigs, whatever. And then you make it in two days and then you model it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is becoming a little bit too much of like who has the the highest credit limit right. yeah, yeah. But i'm still saying drag race because there were so many seasons older seasons that were just amazing mm-hmm. same and also the new project runway is just awful like right i don't yeah. even count the new project runways yeah no. runway. like carly claus ever oh, since ever since i don't even count that bravo, yeah i haven't watched it since it left bravo uh, that was a smart decision because once it left, it was like. But it's back on Bravo, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, uh, but it, it's that new, the new version. I'm talking about the old classic. Yeah, it's it's bad. Heidi Honestly, Kuhn. once Michael Kors left, that was kind of it. Is Carly Kloss the one that went to dinner with the Kushners? Yeah, yes. married to one of okay. them. Married yeah, to- that's a yeah. Um, but anyways, that was that that's moment. my thoughts. Yeah, that yeah, that's that my that's where... that's my point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Iconic, Caitlin. Okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or New Jersey? Oh, Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is superior to all. 
Except uh, I must say, you Salt Lake City has I, had a yeah. really strong first season. Wow. And it's getting better and better, obviously. It really scandal. did. It really did. It really did. Did what? Did didn't want to get arrested with the FBI? Yes, it was yeah. on tape, allegedly. So we're gonna see it happen. Oh, oh really? I didn't I know that. To, I want to rewatch that whole first season. It was like that good. I would fully rewatch it. Yeah, it has been reported that when Jen Shaw was arrested by the feds, the cameras were rolling. Oh wow! I might watch it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen a single episode of any Real Housewives, so I'm not very same. I've never watched a whole like actual. Well, I, the only time I've seen episodes is when it Vicky has it on the background. That's about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I got into it in lockdown. I was like, oh, I didn't really watch ever, but I was like, yeah. Well, there's. A I movie. been watching Real Housewives since season one, episode one of Real Housewives of New York City. I didn't watch OC, but when it came to New York City, I got on it and then they moved to New Jersey and I was like just hooked on the franchise and mm-hmm. have been watching it as long as it's been on the air. I watched it early as well. Like the early, early days of Jersey, Orange County and New York. But I think then I went to college and I just didn't watch TV. It happens. <laughs> oh my God, the, the, the reality TV when I was in college was prime reality mm-hmm. tv mm-hmm. like i remember going to class every day so excited to talk to my friends about flavor of love like yes. my episode the night before see that's or, my shit or surreal life or like oh, simple so life yes. like, even project runway even project runway had just started and like that like when i was in college that was just like peak reality tv mm-hmm. I, i'm doing the math in my head and martyrs like that's the shit that's the shit to flavor martyrs like literally five <laughs> i think i was in i was in fourth grade literally um eight, nine, i was nine. yeah i was literally watching flavor of love and i love new york in like fourth fifth grade yeah don't at me <laughs> wow um, I just did a rewatch during the pandemic. For uh, both that's of those such shows. a good idea, though. Yeah, no, I I miss this real that whole celeb reality. Uh, um, your turn. Erica Erica Jane or Kyle Richards. Erica Jane. Um, did you watch The Housewife and the Hustler? I am halfway done. Ugh, I cannot look at Erica the same after. Really, I this. really. Where's you know- that on? I love, loved Erica. I went I to go see her live three times. I paid for the meet and greet. I have her book. I have her t-shirts, like her merch. Like, like I was Erica's number one fan. Yeah. And then this, all this news came out. And, you know, at first it's like, oh, is it gossip? Is it rumors? And then just like more and more information comes out. And you're just like, this is awful. Oh, awful. yeah. It's really bad what happened. Yeah. All of that aside, though, Kyle's so boring. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to choose Kathy Hilton here. <laughs> um, Team I Kathy. Don't I don't know either of these people. I feel very useless in this game because I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You'll you'll well, have the, an opinion about the next one too. Um, I did do an Erica Jane next for Vicky, I believe. Mm. Did I ever send you that? Yeah. I feel like I did. No, okay. I I I had an Erica Jane mix that I had done a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved her. <laughs> we, might, we might have to update that mix, Martyr. <laughs> you should. You should get arrested in the mix. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. How good would that be? Oh God. Um, no one steal my idea. 
<laughs> who's, who's doing Erica Jane drag? <laughs> people do. People love Erica. I'm, yes, probably true. It's expensive to be made. Oh God, it's- that fucking song. <laughs> That's all I hear. Okay, um, the Adams family or Adams family values? Oh, Adams family values. <sighs> yeah. One of the few movies where the sequel was better than the original. And the original was excellent. So Values, values is the one where they're at summer camp, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do the Thanksgiving yeah. pageant. Okay, yes. Um, I just have one word, Debbie. Debbie, Debbie I mean. Debbie. 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 That movie's so <laughs> funny. So funny. What's your um, opinion, Arthur? Oh, mine? Um... I can't remember either of them. I have seen both of them. Oh but, man! Um, I know, I know. I'm You're useless at this game. So bad at this, this game. game was so not sorry. meant. It's because we're That's old. Not, this game yeah. was not made for children. Um, <laughs> I'm only 16. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, a side note, old people. <laughs> Continue. Um, I, I, someone on Twitter was talking about their personal shopper, which I'm like, anyways. But um, there was a t-shirt that said Destiny's Child and the person that was buying it was like, wasn't that that girl group that Beyonce was in? Um, Not realizing like what Destiny's Child was, but that's besides the point. I'm just, that made me feel old today. So I'm I'm with you. (laughs) But at least they got it right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but do Uh, they know House of Darion? I'm so excited for her to come on all you know what house of darion oh my god house of darion come on come on that was her iconic that was her clothing line it's her mom's clothing line line. yes i'm i hope the beehive isn't listening so i'm I'm, i feel terrible right now canceled that's fine (laughs) oh man cancel what started um uh, okay our last last one before the break which I know my answer for this one. I think we all have the same answer, probably. Uh, Shaquita or RuPaul? Oh my god, Shaquita! 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 It's Shaquita. Shaquita went to Juilliard and speaks seventy different languages. She really does. She really does. I have every intention of auditioning for Drag Race, so I plead the fifth. <laughs> Shaquita, Shaquita is my favorite drag queen. Like, if when people is, ask me who's your all-time favorite drag queen, Shaquita, it's Shaquita. Shaquita, yeah, um, she's it is, for me. She's drag. Period. This is my audition for Drag Race. Um, RuPaul watched a man drown. Um, anyways, with that, we're gonna go into break, kids. We'll be right back talking Jesus. about um pride month activities and um a crazy nightlife story so we'll be right back kids wig okay Transition. Anyways, welcome back. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so chaotic today. I don't give a shit. Um, it's been a rough day, y'all. It's been a rough. I was having such a good game. Well, weekend. it's because it, Mercury is in retrograde and it affects everything. It sure, does. Let's go. Literally, Mercury's- like this week has been shit. So, like, that is why. I had a great weekend and then Wednesday happened. So, um, mm-hmm. 
it gets to you Merc- eventually. Mercury and her Gatorade can yeah, suck Mercury's it. Yeah, Mercury's eating uh, Gatorade. <laughs> um, uh, how? Let, let's get back into y'all. Um, since we're interviewing you poorly at that, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, two of our nine listeners are here, so it's, I know. Uh, it Continue. is pride. You keep interrupting me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is Pride Month. Um, how are you two celebrating? Okay, yeah. so um, usually for me, Pride has always Pride J- June hands down is like my craziest month. Like it's the busiest, craziest month. Um, twenty nineteen was World Pride. I had so many events like I can't even name them all and then pride 2020 happened and I did literally nothing like literally did not leave the house did nothing um so then this year it's kind of like I had a couple shows this month but I'm not trying to over schedule myself Mm -hmm. because I want to be I want to I'm slowly coming back out of covid times you know i'm not trying to like like overbook myself and exhaust myself so um i had a couple gigs this month and now i'm having a couple weeks off and yeah i'm not really going all out or anything so oh i might do a fun little pride look because my fabulous drag daughter got me some special merch that I oh, yeah special pride merch that I would like to show off so I'll probably maybe do like a little shoot with that so that's all I have planned I'm excited for that cute um I am doing one single performance <laughs> that's a big deal for you it's, a, it's the debut one, right? yeah my first performance my premiere premiere uh my debut as Dot DeVille um, at Culture Lab in Long Island City, hosted by Ducky Shiaboy and uh, Patsy in Decline. Um, oh. We'll be fundraising for Black Girl Tutors in celebration of Juneteenth, and that's happening on Father's Day. So, Yay. I love that. Ooh. And we had them to, on the show to talk about that. We I did. I'm, they I'm were so, playing that. Yeah. When yeah. We and that was happening. I am just I so that. sad I cannot go because I'll be working, but everyone I'm should go. For I'm me. sad I can't go too because it's Father's Day and I, I have to see my dad, my actual biological father, your other drag dad. <laughs> I'm excited to meet people who I've been following on Instagram who I've not met in person, like Sissy Walken. Yes. And, um, I also will meet Aria Derche, who I have met. But as myself, not as Dot. Yeah. That'll be fun. Cute. It, it's gonna be a really fun group that you're that you're gonna be with. And I'm and I'm performing Bjork. So it's gonna Oh be- my goodness, of course. Yes. Love. Such a good choice. Okay. So proceeding, well, whatever comes after Pride Month, what is there anything else you guys are coming up with? any plans yes. with drag i i saw vicky's um, up to something oh yeah yeah i have a big event coming up um sorry i'm i'm also looking for the yeah, flyer that's fine that's fine at three dollar bill the one with Vinny. yes yeah. okay what y'all doing over there what y'all doing be cute. Over there? 
So I have a really big event coming up that I'm really excited for. It's called Queer Art Summer Fest at $3 Bill. It is Saturday, July 10th from 2 to 8 p.m. And I am co-hosting it alongside one of my best drag friends, Vinny Gaga. And there's going to be all kinds of different queer artists and creators and vendors and shopping and shows and DJs. And it's going to be super fun and big. So $3 Bill, come on out. another event i really want to go to but i will be working (laughs) i live down the street from three dollar bill so i guess you can go yes (laughs) um okay so what's the best advice you've been given about drag or learned about drag in general what's the best advice you've given vicky to dot Um, oh that's a good one there we go So with that, I guess we'll do dot. What is the maybe best? you should ask dot that because I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what's the best advice I've received? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wear bigger hair. Tea. That's a good one. Yeah, I did say that. I did say uh, that, and that big hair looks great on you. Yes, I've been feeling the wigs lately, so I guess it's correct. No, I did. I took it. I took it to heart, and I was like, you know what? I am a big bitch. I do need bigger hair. And so I have been wearing bigger hair and it really does as, as it makes me bigger, duh, but it also makes me look smaller. smaller. You're proportion- proportion- right. proportionizing. 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 I'm proportionizing. Yes. The, the higher the hair, the closer to God. Yes. Oh, of course. All right, Martyr, um, you can do your one question. It's my question. Um, Vicky gave us a great story when she was last on, but um, a I lot want, has happened. A lot has happened. It's two years. Two years has passed. Um, I want a good crazy nightlife story from both of you. Um, I know Dot, you're new to the scene, but I'm sure you've seen some shit <laughs> from going out. Um, who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first because my story is not that crazy, but it it is very it's recent it's like one of the most more recent times I've gone out so um a couple weeks ago I went I had a show at Stonewall and I was so excited for it because it was my first show back at Stonewall since the pandemic and Stonewall I kind of consider like my home bar because I performed there by far the most out of any other venue in the city um and I know the staff really well um I love hibiscus and working with hibiscus and it was just going to be like the two of us doing that show so I was like super excited so happy to be back I was really having a great time um I wasn't drinking at the show um I just thought like I was more focused and just more on like being sober so I I wasn't drinking um but everyone else at the show obviously was drunk drinking and drunk and I noticed it was a much younger crowd than what I had previously like seen at Stonewall. Um, It was just like a lot of just like younger people like drinking. And um, I mean, they were there obviously to watch the show, but I'll think a lot of them were already had just been there drinking all day. So they watched the show like just after being like super drunk. So there were a lot of drunk people. So after the show, we're like walking around like I'm saying hello to some of my friends and this like super drunk girl comes up to me and she's like oh my god you're so pretty I love your outfits I want all your outfits and I said yeah everybody does (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was just like, thank you. And then I, I just tried to change the subject. I was like, oh, they have white claw here. Like, I didn't like know that. I was like, oh, maybe I'll go get one. Just wanted to like walk away. Yeah. So um, I see my friends. I'm saying hello. Um, I see Hibis- me hibiscus and like some, um, some, like one of the people in the audience, like we're taking a photo and all of a sudden that drunk girl pretty much like face dives into my feet, just like bust her ass falls, like face dive, like right in my feet. And all three of us were just like, the fuck was that? <laughs> and it was that drunk girl. She had like fallen like on me. Oh, almost. she fell. She, she had almost knocked all three of us out and like oh, pulled shit. me down with her, but I, she just missed me. Um, so then she, she like mumbled something. I don't know. Um, and then anyway, she's gone. And so, um, you know, I had to go backstage with hibiscus so we could change, we could count our tips. So we're in the dressing room, um, counting our bills. Hibiscus had taken her wig off and this girl comes backstage in the dressing room. She's like, hi, oh my God wait I love this starts pointing to hibiscus's costume that's like hanging she's like I love this can I try this on can I try this on and <laughs> hibiscus with her like little like head with like no wig is just shaking her head no I'm like, no, no no you can't be back here you can't I'm sorry love I'm sorry love you gotta go it's just like so chaotic but like funny but also terrifying <laughs> oh my god and that was honestly that was the first time anyone had kind of like busted through the backstage <laughs> trying to steal our costumes right in front of us so, <laughs> oh, so that wow. was like my, a cis girl <laughs> that was my like crazy story that just happened so i like that story i do too it reminds me of like life pre-pandemic you know yeah and, like the, you know like nature is healing going back to we're going back to normal time not this <laughs> um how about you dot what's your um, story mine isn't like a personal experience in terms of like anything happening to me it's something mm-hmm. that i saw yeah iconic uh box at the box oh the box of course um where you know all the crazy shit happens and mm-hmm. it's just one of my favorite performances i've ever seen live and it was one of their um, regular performers, I don't know her name, unfortunately, coming out dressed as Anna Wintour um, at the time I worked at and for Vogue. <laughs> so it, it has a special place in my heart, um, but she came out dressed as Anna Wintour with a copy of Vogue magazine with Elle Fanning on the cover. I will never forget the cover. And pretends to be reading it while taking a shit on a, in a toilet on the stage um, and then gets up, has not taken a shit, starts tearing the magazine up and putting pages all around the toilet and then shits on the pages outside of the toilet, grabs a plunger and proceeds to shove all of her shit covered pages back up her ass. Um, and that queen was Lady Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a metaphor, I don't know what is. For me, it was fun. Like, it just always stands out because I was lucky enough to have a box and like we were, you know, I was seated with other people in a private booth. Um, but we were watching all of the people in the front first two rows just gagging and like scrambling over each other to get away from the stage because they could smell it. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. She like she actually. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. That's so hard to do. <laughs> like it's really hard to like force yourself to do that in front of people. So good job. She's kudos. a professional, honey. Yeah. Kudos. I. It was Jesus. Yeah, like I said, it didn't have anything to do with me. It wasn't like you know, but. I just thought everyone should know that that did some happen. Of the, <laughs> some of the shit I've seen at the box, people would not believe me if I told you what I saw there. Yeah. Like, you have to just be there. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would not believe it was real. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, why have we had so many shit stories on our podcast? I feel like this <laughs> we're is asking for, <laughs> We're asking for the craziest story. That's like I mean, a crazy moment, right? You usually don't forget the first shit you see on Club. Also, I feel like shit and drag always go together because of Divine. Thank yeah. you. No one's eating it, though, I hope. I don't think we've I ever hope. had a story about that. I hope. <laughs> you can never top Divine. Sorry, y'all. Alright, last question. Where do you want to take your drag in the future? To I don't. I want to retire. <laughs> Vicky's got the right idea. Just retire now. <laughs> now I we're aging or old. I I just want to. I want to turn it into a full time job, which is I know is going to be hard and a lot, but I am so sick of corporate America. Mm-hmm. So whatever means necessary. That's good. Have you figured out your performance style yet? Like things you want to do on stage no it's going to be trial and error yeah i don't do splits i don't dance but i am funny and i'm huge so i think it's going to be prop heavy i think it's going to be very like costume heavy and it's going to be more acted than it will be stunt that's okay there's too many queens who do stunts anyway yeah i don't have any stunts in me like you know what bajork are you doing it's oh so quiet. Uh, oh, I love the I love, iconic. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm excited to see that. I might yeah. be there. Ooh. I wish I could go. It's all- right next to my apartment. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Long Island City is right next to it. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right through the... Literally five minutes away. <laughs> but go you off. gotta get through the river. Yeah, it, the tunnel is right there. <laughs> I know what I know what you mean. It's very close. It's really close. Thank you both so much for coming on our little shit show. Literally. Um, Thanks literally. for having me back. Yay. It's always a pleasure to see Vicky's face. And it's such a pleasure to meet you, Dot. Thank you. Informally. Um, where can the kids find you on the socials? <laughs> I have a funny story, actually. I'll make it quick. You can totally tell it. We got time. I make this, I've been making this corny ass joke for years where people say, where can I find you? I say, follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Vicky DeVille, V-I-C-K-Y DeVille, like Cruella. And like, it's crickets, you know, people just, it's just something to remember the name. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. now the last like three shows that I've done, when I say that, it's V-I-C-K-Y, DeVille like Cruella. People are like, woo, Cruella. <laughs> like, like, she has made a comeback. Yeah, uh, she did. I remember the first time it happened, people started, like, cheering. I was, like, the legit, like, confused shock look on my face. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, that that's aged well. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, what? you can follow me on Instagram, at Vicky 
V-I-C-K-Y DeVille like Cruella. I am also, I have two videos on TikTok and I do not <laughs> intend to add anymore. <laughs> If you'd like to see the shit show that is my TikTok, I am on there at Vicky Deville Drag. I'm also on Twitter at Ms. Vicky Deville. I'm sorry, the regular Vicky Deville ha- handles were taken already. Beautiful. Period. Work. And I'm I'm Dot Deville on all platforms: YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Venmo, Cash App, Venmo, Cash App, Venmo. Club. Another club, club, <laughs> another club, bus. airplane, bus. <laughs> and no similar thing happened. I went out to Metropolitan and I was wearing black and white stripes, like just because I liked the look, but it was the day after Cruella came out and everyone's like, Cruella, Cruella, you better work Cruella. And then someone asked, what's your name? And I was like, Dot. And they were like, Dot what? And I was like, oh, uh, DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did choose the name DeVille after Cruella. Like, I, that is where my drag name came from. Y'all need to be capitalizing on this. Start a show. Start some merch. You need to keep going. Caitlin, you are muted. All right, Martyr, you're going to have to close out the show. Without I'll close the out the show just by me. <laughs> um, I'm Martyr. And I'm C. Tipper. And this was <laughs> Wig It Out. Thank you so much Woo! for listening. Woo! Bye, kids. Bye. 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 I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on Work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you.